Captain America the First Avenger introduced us to not only Steve Rogers and the MCU, but to Agent Peggy Carter. As the MCU expanded, Peggy showed up time and again proving women can fight, hold their own, and impact the world no matter what others think of them. This episode we talk ABC's Family's Peggy Carter Season 1 on the School for Wayward Nerds Badass Ladies Edition. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful Ed Game Thursday, and you know what that means. That means it's the School for Wayward Nerds podcast. I am not your host this week, Toby DePaula. Um I am your host this week, Christine. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're joined as always by uh, Trey P. Cinnamon mm. and Megan Chicatillo. Well, I still don't think I like that. That is fine. Oh. Hey, Trey, what have you been doing this week? Have you been reading some nice Red Robin comics, you fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just brought them and put them in a box. Who wants to tell that story? You can, because yeah. you'll be the most angry about it and it'll be great. Alright, so there was a dude on eBay selling a bunch of comics I was chasing. There was some uh, Nightwings and some Justice Leagues and stuff. Like, pretty nice collections, really nice and affordable. And um, I'm bidding away on the complete run of the Red Robin. And the last 10 seconds roll by and I get outbidded. And dickhead over here walks into the room and says, guess who just wants some Red Robin comics? You fucking piece of shit. You shouldn't have told me about it. We know that I like a good savings. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Um, That's the best. Kaya, you're hosting this week. I am. What, 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 What are you doing? This week was actually Meg's pick. I've just kind of taken over, as you do. Meg, why you pick it? Who did you pick and why'd you pick it? I picked Agent Carter because she is the good one. Well, yeah. And, yeah, Kai's got a lot of information on her and I'll let her take over. Yeah, I know too much. <laughs> this is this is your this is your go-to. Um, so I think the best place... It, we're doing a TV show, Yeah. but... I think like the best place to go is. You gotta start at the beginning. Whether she's in the comics or not, which she is. Yeah. Um. So her first official appearance is in 1966 in the Tales of Suspense by Stanley and Jack Kirby. So it was Speaking Captain America kicking around long before her. We'll get into that. Okay. This is the first character that was named Peggy Carter. Okay. Or Margaret Carter. Yeah. Um, so in this, she is an underground fighter in France. Um, and Cap meets her and is like, wow, this woman's standing up to Nazis and really out there and doing stuff. Falls in love with her. She gets kidnapped by Nazis. Okay. Which, it's 1966, so women are only able to do so much. Didn't know we still um, had Nazis in the 60s. Well, no, it's set in World War II. Okay. Um, as Cap is working to free her, she loses all of her memory in an explosion and is sent to live with her family in Virginia. So, this version is American. Um, 
then we have Captain America uh, issues 161 and 162 from 1973 um, in which Cap is dating Sharon Carter or Agent 13 as most people know her these days yeah present day um, lady little blondie mm. the two along with Falcon are battling Dr. Vitas mm. he's from Agents Faustus. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Faustus? Yeah. I've He's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, if you guys watch that, you might know that is. He's also from Agent Carter. Um, he is. When they defeat him, they find out that Sharon's sister Peggy Carter has been a prisoner. And Cap realizes it's the same person from Tale of Suspense. Um, the story was like a rat con because Peggy's like 20 years Sharon senior. Yeah. So they were like, oh no, it's her aunt, not her sister. Oh. Auntie Peg. Um, then in 2011, Captain America issue one by Ed Brubaker and Steve McNiven. I think Ed Brubaker. How is that Brubaker? He's very yeah. famous. Um, I didn't read this one because Peggy's not actually in it. It's basically the scene from Civil War. Everyone, which is Nick, Dum Dum, Cat, Sharon, and I think there's someone else, all get together and go back on Peggy's life after she dies. So she got retconned out of living? No, well, she dies because it's set in 2011. Okay. Um, but there's a number of like flashbacks in that to her fighting. And then you've got the original Sin run um, and her appearance in S.H.I.E.L.D. 50th anniversary. Um, but, okay, so you were asking about whether she was around long before Captain America. Yes. Captain America, issue one. Mm-hmm. There is two female agents. One of them is uh, disguised as an old shopkeeper, and she basically guards the shop where the super soldier serum bit is going down. Is she that? is she is never given a name. She is only ever used in that one comic. They know her as Agent 13. And she went on to become She-Hulk. No, her huh? character design is exactly the same as Tales of Suspense. So everyone just assumes it's Peggy. Mm. Okay. But there's no real... They haven't been... No. So like she's been around in the name. comics, but the MCU really, like the character and amped it up is basically what we're getting here yeah um and then her real introduction to probably everyone at this table yeah is her movie appearances like what buddy uh i'm gonna go with captain america first avenger and then she's in two yeah she's old in two. two and three isn't she no, she's well, not. She, in, dies she didn't make it to three, buddy. She dies, doesn't she? There's a picture of her in three? Yeah. That's an appearance. That works. Um, so going in order, she's in, obviously, First Avenger. She's in The Avengers. She's also, when they were testing the water for the TV show, they put out a one-shot mm. with her. Um, I think it's on the Avengers DVD. Yeah, we'll go with that. I, I, it's on one of them. Um, so we said that she's in Winter Soldier. She's also in Age of Ultra, Ant-Man, 
mm-hmm. which Trey was saying is at the beginning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's straight away. I'm pretty sure it's the first scene. Is that flashback when they're all doing old shit? Yeah, it's pretty early. Okay. I think I fell asleep during that bit, but I don't remember. fell asleep at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> um, as we just said, she dies in Civil War. Yeah. But she wasn't looking very I good I called in. it. Yeah. Yay. She wasn't looking very good in Winter Soldier. Yeah. She was a little bit demented. Yeah. Um, she's appeared in both her own TV show and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because there's a flashback in that. There's someone that finds, I think it's a metal or something, that absorbs into people's skin. And then they flash yeah. back to the war. Yeah. And her and Hal and Commandos have found like a bunch of crates for S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Oh, not S.H.I.E.L.D. for Stark technology. Mm. I think I remember that. Has it ever not been the actress? Once. Hmm? Have um, you said who she is yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Because I was getting into that in the TV show. Okay. But it is always the same one except it's for It's always Hayley Atwell. Okay. Except for the one game. She really dropped the ball. I, I, she's doing better than, you know, Arlene Sorkin or Tara Strong or... Arlene's too old to do the voice anymore. Duck to the character. Okay. She didn't let age get in her way because Hayley Atwell plays her in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a story I heard of... Um, one of the producers of Captain America 2 coming in midway through the, the shooting of that scene, of her old. Mm. And it's just her in a wig. Like, they add all the age in special effects, and he's like, thank God we have computers to make our movies watchable, otherwise this would suck. Because oh, it's just Hayley Atwell. In a, wig, like, like, in a wig, pretending to be old. <laughs> um... So, I want to see the un, like... The untouched one. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> while I was researching, like, all of her appearance and stuff, I found out Haley Atwell, playing Agent Carter, has the most appearances in the MCU today of any character. That's surprising. Yeah. Like, oh, I, no. I told I Toby that, it. and he's like, oh, no, it's... Um, Stark. I would have said Stark because he's in fucking yeah, all Yeah, but she's it. in the shows. Yeah, she's I in everything. I thought Coulson and her would have been Coulson. She's, she's pretty close to... um. Well, Coulson's out after Avengers. So he's missed all yeah, the face too, I thought, too, I guess. are we including the shows? Yeah. Well, but not every episode. Still in every episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, but it's like... So it she's been in shows. Cat, Avengers, yeah. Civil War, all of those. Fuck yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, Ghost Rider was cool. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Even though it's the cool. shit Ghost Rider. They should have just had a Ghost Rider show instead. So cool. the TV show mm-hmm. was created by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely in 2015. Yep. And if those names maybe sound familiar, no. They don't. But go on. They are the guys that um, produced the first Avenger. Oh, okay. So, apparently, or so the story goes, they were working on the Captain America First Avenger and really liked the character, so they came up with a script. Um, They didn't use the script, they created the one-shot. And then when the one-shot, everyone was like, oh, this is really cool. That's when they turned around to ABC and 
ask, could they have a couple of episodes? They were only granted eight in the first season. So it's, we got through all eight yesterday afternoon. Yeah, yesterday. Like, we watched it in an afternoon. Mm. And I've watched the whole series in, like, a day before. Like, it's easy to get through. Yeah. Um, and you don't get bored during it. It's just, it, it's continuous, like, and it, good stuff. I think the thing does flow. Mm. Yeah. that I like about it, each episode has a story, but there's still that overarch. Yeah. So it's, you kind of have to watch every episode to get the whole story. Mm. So, I like that. Yeah. There's not really like a standalone episode. Mm. Um, so should we get into actors? Yeah, let's, let's start getting into the show. So so. What, that was what the subject matter of today is, so yeah. let's do that. Um, so Peggy Carter is played by Hayley Atwell. Mm-hmm. Um, you have James Darcy as Edwin Jarvis, who later appears as Jarvis. It's a different actor, but it's the same. Like, it's assumed that Tony knows... Edwin Jarvis, and that's why he creates Jarvis in the Iron Man suits and stuff. Mm. I don't want to say Seuss's name. That one. Inver... Gotchkaj, maybe. Is Daniel Sousa. Um, Chad Michael Murray is Jack Thompson. And I think really the only other one you need for season one is Bridget Regan as Dottie Underwood. Is there any other characters we need? I don't know. I love Dottie. Mm. There's a there's a cast member there that pisses me off. That one there. Anna. Yes. Why? Because when you when Anna Jarvis is um Jarvis's wife. Because it feels like she's made up in the first season, and the fact that she exists kind of puts a damper on it. Because he's always like, oh, my wife said this, my wife said that, and there's no evidence of yeah, her ever existing like in the show. With um, the gladiator. I thought she was Fight Club wife. about... What's his, the chick's name? In Fight Club? No, in fucking the gladiator Marvel character. Oh, that dude. Oh, shit, Betty. Betty? Isn't it? I don't think so. I, just I thought you were just saying, oh, shit, Betty. It's funny that you bring out... Um, Anna, because after the first season aired, everyone was like, oh, she's not a real character. Yeah, she shouldn't it's, be. It's just like a fake thing. It's this fuck club off. Yeah, it's good. Um, I forgot Dominic Cooper as Howard Stark. Oh, yeah, that's kind of an important one. You kind of need that. Well, yeah. he's kind of not in that many. Uh, Betsy. I really like him Betsy. as oh, it's close. in there. Yeah, like Toby hates yeah. the character like in the Daredevil show and the comics Gladiator because he's always talking about Betsy like in the show when he fights Daredevil in season one he's like, oh no, Kingpin's gonna hurt Betsy or whatever. Oh well, yeah, he And he's like, no, I'll, I'll protect her. Off. And then it turned out she's a person and Toby just cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> I like weird implied people. Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't she's know until season two. Yeah, yeah, like the first comic Toby read was Born Again, and that's why he knew about the Gladiator, and he was always talking about Betsy. Mm. She's in it, yeah, I and know. you didn't know. I'm bad at it. 
so the first episode now is not the end. Uh-huh. Well, it's not. It's the fucking start, isn't it? This is true. Stupid name. Um, so, Toby, seeing as you recently watched it, do you mm. remember what the first episode was? They all kind of blend into one big blur if you watch them all continuously, so no, honestly, I don't. Um, so, the season starts off with... Um, we find out a bunch of Howard Stark's inventions have been sold on the block market. Yep, and they've all been st- snatched out of his out of his vault. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's in big trouble with the U.S. government because they think they're like undermining him. Um, and so he goes and finds Agent Carter. Yep. Who he knows from First Avenger because they both worked on Project Rebirth. Yeah, they both grabbed um Stark, not Stark. They both grabbed Steve's titties in that scene. Yes. Yes, I remember that bit. Um, oh. and he's like, I need your help. Obviously, I didn't do it. Yeah. You make me innocent, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the whole thing for the season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the overarching story there. Because that's we find out it's not Stark that did it. It's Leviathan. Yeah. Is Leviathan a weird, not quite Hydra yet, or a spin-off of Hydra? Yes. Kind of. It's big. It's, big, the it's Russian, a big wet it's monster. It's Russian Hydra. Yeah, okay. Um, I do like that all the like MCU evil people are big sea monsters. Yeah, they're just wet monsters. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stark pretty much gives Carter Jarvis as, as a slave for the season one. Here you go, have this dude. He's, I liked him more at the start than I did at the end because he starts off as like he doesn't care you no know? he just he's like I could help you save the day but I gotta I gotta do this laundry so you can fucking wait I have a souffle in the oven yeah I liked it I liked him better when he was always telling her to stick it <laughs> well that's what I was saying to Toby that I find really funny like time and time again through the season Jarvis Bruce that he's like not very fond of Stark. Mm. He like he calls pays him good, names, he pays him out. Yeah. I like the fact that because Tony like knows Jarvis in that capacity, his Jarvis talks back to him too. Yeah. And like points out when he's doing something stupid and I think that's a really good continuum like throughout all of the MCU stuff. Mm. So He likes robots that hate him. Yeah. yeah. You like robots that hate you, did you? Sometimes. Um, so we've got the whole... You've kind of got the Russia trying to attack and steal everything as, like, the overarching... It's, it, yeah, it's the, it's the season one story. Yeah. Um, but you've also got, like, their blob Roxas. Yeah, that's a... That's a name that pops up time and time again in Marvel. Rocks on oil. Do you, where else has it popped up? Everywhere. It's just a fake brand name. Um, it definitely was in Avengers 2. I remember seeing it. What else is it in, Trey? In like everything. Yeah. It's out of the comics. Hmm. It's... <laughs> Rocks on to Marvel is like purple flip to Jimmy Neutron. Ooh. 
Oh, fancy belly. What? To DC. What belly burger? Fancy belly. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Are you talking about Big Belly Burger? Is it Arkham Knight? I know, soda cola. That's Arkham Knight. Yeah. Well, we gotta go there after this, get some burgers or something. I don't know what they make. I wanna go to Big Belly Burger. I'm surprised they don't have one of those at Movie World or something. Yeah. It's in all the Arrow shows, so. Mm. Mm. Um. And then. My first impressions of the show. Yeah. The the budget's good, all the outfits are old timey, all the music's old. It doesn't feel old. Why do you think that is? I was trying to figure out the whole season what my problem with it was. Um what it might have been the fact that there's so much sci fi technology in it that we don't even have today. Yeah, but you've still got stock. And it's I like think I think his gadgets are my problem. Maybe that's part of it. Because it can pretend to be old timey if he's if he's just going around inventing iPads, then what do you want from me? Well, nobody he, he doesn't knows specifically. About it. Like it's a thing that like the CIA or whatever hmm. probably SFR. have something amazing. Like, yeah, our like sort of stuff. They probably have amazing things that we don't even know about. But that's and like when you watch the Iron Man films and that hmm. he's got. The computers that all pop up and it's all like a virtual screen yeah. that he can like manipulate and change in and out and stuff. Mm. Like even Tony is supposed to have stuff that's way above us. And in the final scene, he pulls out. Um, he goes about the security system. They're like, "Oh, who designed your security system?" And they're like, "The same people as the White House." He's like, "Yeah, so it's easy to break." Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be a complete moronic genius. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily the problem, but there's definitely something off about its old-timiness. It also might have been the choreography not being shit. Because um, I don't know if you've seen Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, but the fight scenes in that aren't very good. There's a lot of karate chopping and shouting. Well, the other issue they have is that. Oh, we'll it's the movie of all time. Um, it's like the first cult film ever. Okay. The issue they had is that shooting it using like vintage frames and like tones and that was really expensive. Yeah, the camera so is like fancy. But they tried to shoot it through Christian Dior stockings. What? Well, that was like the same way that we have the pop filter mm. back in the day to try and get that like vintage tone. They used to put a woman's stocking over the camera lens. Really? To like blur it out just a little bit. Yeah. So they did try that. Hmm. Whether they used it for like the whole thing. But I know like in season two, all the flashbacks of the Hollywood um, WB studios hmm. is all actual stock footage of the old WB film studios and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So I think you'd probably prefer that because it probably, does use yeah. like that old footage. Um, Maybe. Yeah. What did you think about SSR? Um. Because you got angry when they went in um, to the movie theater, and he's like, "Oh, you guys must be used to this all the time." He's like, "No." I don't remember having a problem with them. I remember being annoyed that Tata was just a snarky bitch instead of like cracking heads. Because she cops so much shit from all those other workers, and we know that she could like rip someone's eye out with 
very, very like a lot of ease, but she doesn't. Um. I kind of wanted to be more badass, I guess. Not necessarily badass, but maybe just violent. I think I wanted to be more violent. I don't know. You can only be so violent. Oh, just break a wrist. Who cares? <laughs> what about guns? You had a lot to say on guns yesterday. I, I should have wrote down examples, but there is about about 100% of the guns in this are pointed at someone but never fired. It's always like, oh, I got you, buddy. And then something else will happen to be like, oh, I should have fired the gun when I when I should have. Yeah. God damn, that happened so much. It happened like three times in the last episode. The whole time Toby was just... Fire the just fucking free. gun. Just fire him. Just, just shoot him. It's fine. Like, um, the the Black Widow chick Dottie. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of times where people point a gun at her and go, you're finished. And she's like, I'll just wait here for a distraction and then I'll leave because it happens every time. Mm. It, it does Do you think if there was somebody that dangerous, you'd just shoot? Oh, without a doubt. A lot of people are just like, oh, I've got you, see? <laughs> She's all like, well, I'm just going to kick the gun away. It's, yeah. it's like, drats, should have fired it. I like that oh, everyone keeps identifying, you know, it's this British woman that tied me to a chair or came off the boat. or And they're like, oh, really? A woman? Hmm. Like, it's not until episode, like, Seven that Sousa puts it together that it must be Carter. Mm. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, They're bad at their job, but I'd imagine the IQ is a lot lower in those days too. So it's probably fine. I don't know, but they're all supposed to be like war vets. Mm. Like, you would have been working with spy secrecy and stuff. Mm. Like, I don't know. Oh, I did like in, I think it was either episode two or three. When they've got the radio play, like, throughout the episode. The little um, radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Ralph Garman's the host of that. And if you know other podcasts, you know that he's the host of Hollywood Babylon and he's also a radio show host and he's a big nerd. Oh. So the fact that he's in this too being every... He's pretty much ticking every box of audio production there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was really bummed. He just needs to sing now. He's ticked all the boxes. <laughs> I was really bummed because there were talks about... Because um, I think they bring it back in season two. Um, in 2015, they were talking about bringing out the Captain America Adventure Program radio show. Would have been Which fun. is that little clip at the beginning of the episodes that Carter just hates. Um, and they were meant to be like 15 minute storylines of Carter getting kidnapped, Cap beating the Nazis up, oh. the end. Wow. Oh, Mr. Captain America, you're my hero. That kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the intro a bit there. Oh. It yes. is the most CW fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Like the intro, it's just, my name is Oliver Queen. I was trapped on an island for five years, and my dad died. It's exact. It's like the same as all of those. Ah, oh, my name's Barry Allen, and I'm working in the CR SSR because Captain America died, and <laughs> and fucking then my planet blew up. Its name's Krypton, and now I'm here in fucking stars. I mean, I'm here in Star City. <laughs> well, all those CW shows have that. My name is this. Here is my explanation. This is the show. That's true. And Agent Carter did that to the fucking letter. It was very funny. 
was quoting yeah. Arrow through the entire intro. And I'd like, try and skip it, and he's like, no, go back. No, it's I fine. have to do it. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite episode, Meg? Um, um, hmm. for, for season one. I only... I remember season two a bit better. I like season two time. way better. Yeah, I like... um. Is it Whitney Frost in season two? I like her. But, um... Yeah. Because I was so waiting for them to turn her into Madame Mask. Mm. And then, like, everywhere you read, that's who she's supposed to be. And then, like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that anymore. Oh, okay. And I feel like that's because they knew they were getting cancelled. Yeah. So they went a little bit. But that's whenever it plays... Um, Whitney Frost. I think one of my favourite ones for the first um, season season is when they go to Russia. Because that's Peggy's real time of being like, no, you need me. I can do, like, I can crack the codes better than anyone else can. I know the Howling Commandos. I've been there. Mm. Like, that's her first real time to prove. To actually do stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that other guy fucks it up. Real good. He he cries Jack. for a bit. Yeah, um, that's the episode that has that Doctor Ivan Chinko in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's important. Do you know him from somewhere else? I'll get my iPad. Hang on. <laughs> um, my favorite episode is the ending. I think. The very ending. Yeah. I yes. Because there's there's a lot of build up and a lot of fighting around and doing whatever, which is part part of the course with a lot of shows. Like you gotta fill episodes. Yeah. And they're like 45 minute mm. episodes. Mm. Like, there's a lot. Sure, it's only eight episodes, but at 45 minutes a thing, it's intense. Yeah, and, and we finally get a conclusion and it's satisfying, and a lot of guns get pointed, but not fired, but, you know, that's part of the show. That's but, what I was saying to Toby. Like, I'm okay with it because of the way it ended. Like, yeah, a the, lot of this, shows the season end one ended really good. cliffhangery or. But season one ends and you're like okay you don't need a season two yeah Um, it's good that they did a season two season two i finish five minutes early every time i finish it after peggy and susan and i just leave the jack bit out (laughs) oh um so i i googled ivanchenko because he starts off as like a little random psychiatrist but as it goes he's like full-on mind controlling people yeah you know and i'm like what's the go is he a mutant you know what, what's his problem? So I Google it, and um, it's a, it's a fake name. His real name's uh, Joan Fenhoff, mm-hmm. which ended up coming up in that final episode, which I liked because I'd Googled it maybe two episodes prior. But his villain name is uh, Doctor Faustus, which we mentioned earlier. Um, let's see here. He has no superhuman powers, but has a genius intellect. And is extremely charismatic and can modulate his voice to a higher persuasive manner. He has a doctorate in psychiatry, which is similar. True. Um, he regularly employs hologram projectors, hallucinogenic gas dispensers, androids, and elaborate props. He also hires henchmen to impersonate various people as part of his schemes to affect his victims' minds. That kind of goes a little bit off, <laughs> off the course there, doesn't it? Just a little. Um, yeah, he's often got a cane or a wheelchair. He's got extensive leg injuries um but yeah i like when he talked to the dude into killing himself that was a good bit Do- um I've, agent 
Urich. Yeah, he's like... Or the chief. No, the, the agent. He's like, go to the bar, have a sick drink, fucking jump in front of the bus. And he's like, that's a good idea, I'm going to do that. And he did. He gets all the map information out of him. Ah, that's not as exciting as him getting hit by a bus. Oh. Um, there's a lot of... Um, Can like, we talk about the, the hot vest on the boss? Now that you've brought it up. Because sure. it's, sure. it's a shade of colour off being a riddle. Like a Riddler trap. Because it's all glowing and red and it's got all the curves on it. So at first I thought it was... It looks like question marks when he's like first there. Um, and they're trying to figure out how to get it off him and he ends up having to kill himself. And the whole time I'm screaming at the, at the TV, he should just cut off his arms and he can get out of it like a sock. But no one fucking listened to me and he died. So... However, I like... It's on him because I found a solution. What do you think was going to happen with the gun? I thought he was going to shoot himself. But then I thought... Hey, that doesn't stop that thing exploding in front of everyone, does it? Toby's like, yeah, he's just going to shoot himself in the head. And then he, like, fires out and, like, bombs Le- out the window. Yeah, he leaps out. And Toby's like... Oh, that makes more sense. Oh, right. <laughs> I just killed all those people. Still should have cut off his arms. Oh. Just saying. Um, a lot of people think that the scientist from the first episode, Anton Vanko, yeah. is Ivan Vanko's dad. I don't know who that For, is. Um, he's in Iron Man 2. Yeah. Nathan yeah. um, and I are just like, we know what's going down. Well, it's funny you bring that up because I did say halfway through, if this was a DC property, every one of these characters would be like a Batman villain dad or something. They'd all be, um, oh, my name's Stephen Crane and this is my son Jonathan or some bullshit like that because that's all Gotham is, really. Mm, I don't know what Gotham is. I'm very confused by it. <laughs> my name is Martin... Tetch, and this is my son Java Jervis. He's not allowed oh, to wear hats. Um, <laughs> like just, just annoying bullshit. Vanco Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. I was like, oh, my dad said you're a cunt. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't come <laughs> off as annoying, shitty Easter eggs. It's its own thing. There's actually um, a lot of the like villains and that from Agent Carter are based on. Iron Man villains. So you've got like Dottie Underwood is a Black Widow. Oh man, I love, I love in the flashbacks of her training, when it shows them watching um, Snow White, because it's this whole thing about a Disney property showing Disney subliminally <laughs> influencing children. And it's a fun little, they're it's evil like, kind hey, of remember, thing. Remember, this don't, is Disney. Don't forget, Disney's coming into this. And don't forget, we're evil. Disney. <laughs> we are worse than Hydra. Oh, like, it took Toby so long to click onto. Oh, that's a Black Widow, which is the same thing as um, Scarlett Johansson's character. I don't know jack shit about the Black Widow thing. And then, um, and then, what was my suggestion? Have more than one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's good advice. And then you, you said can get a lot more done. You said something about trying to have sex with them, and I'm pointing out the fact that they're sterile. Oh yeah, because yeah, they, they handcuff themselves to the bed, so that's like good luck escaping kind of thing. But how did you not know that there's like lots of people trained like that that you've seen? I knew the I knew lots of homeboys train. I didn't know they would just have like a America's Next Top Model thing and just pick one Black Widow at the end of each season. Mm. I thought they would just be like, "Hey, you would all come in handy, so you should all have a job." But they're like, "No, nah, let's just cut productivity down." Would you really want to hang out with, with people? 
the less friends, the better. Yeah. Less people to carry when the war begins. But you've also got like Anton less people Vanko. to stab me in the back. <laughs> Anton Venko is Crimson Dynamite, and like we said, he the Crimson Dynamo. Like, yeah, Dynamo. He's good. Um, everyone reckons he's the father of Whiplash. From being, you got Madame Mask, which is another Iron Man villain. Um, <coughs> so I bet there's no rape suit villain though. Mm. That's our favourite Iron Man comic. Oh, speaking of roofies, there is that. There's that one moment where um, where Dottie knocks out Agent Carter with a big smooch, yeah. which, which was hot. Um, oh. You're wearing my brand. Yeah, but it when her passing out has that weird motion blur, and the second I saw it, I just thought of every '90s grunge music video ever, because they all did that same fucking thing. You got like "Come as You Are" had it, "Queer by Garbage" had it. Might as well by Senium had it. Even Mr. Vane by Culture Beat had it. Are but the like second I saw it, I'm like, oh, every music video ever. Hmm. And then she hits the ground. You gotta love it. Yeah. So, did you have a favourite character, Toby? Well, really, Seeing as you don't like anyone? Really, the only character in it is Carter. Everyone else is just kind of like a bit player in it. I mean, Jarvis is around a lot. But she's really the one carrying the weight. What, what about, about you, Yeah. What are you? Well, what are you? Who, doing? who do you like? I like Jarvis. So Jarvis is fun. I just, I'm bummed out that his wife is real and not just like a weird dummy. <laughs> See, maybe, maybe just a, a, even just <laughs> even just a flashlight with no. the name engraved on the side of it. Oh, Toby hasn't watched season two, so he doesn't oh. realize that she's like such a big part. I've that, only yeah. seen parts of season. Two. I don't season two. I I like season two. Battle. I saw the last like five minutes of season two. Yeah. Because the Forrest Gump with his limp did something I forget. <laughs> Daniel Souza. Yeah. What's his deal? Does he have a limp or does he have? Is he missing a leg? Missing a leg. I was gonna say someone. He tells someone us that. that. There's the she's going through the Project Rebirth box to get the. Every time I say Project Rebirth, I think of DC, DC Comics. Comics. Yeah, it's very hard to get past for me. Um, she's going to get the Gamma Vita Ray detector thing. Mm. And he comes in and he's like, oh, while I was in the war, the minister said, do you want to send anything home to your family? And I said, My no. leg, it'll be really funny. No, he goes, no. <laughs> um, I don't think my dad has a need for some used socks. And then he goes, but obviously he didn't expect me to pull through because he sold all my stuff. I still haven't been able to find my leg anywhere. Mm. Oh, I sold me leg for drugs. Oh, no. And I'm like... We've all thought about it. <laughs> We've all sold our leg for drugs at one point or another. Mm. If you were going to sell your leg for a drug, Kai, what drug would it be? Um, Caffeine. Wow. Probably yeah. More than likely. Hmm. Okay. Do you, do you have a favourite drug? No. Probably caffeine. Okay. Heroin. Glad that we're all settled. Okay. Uh, we saw the church scene from Kingsman. What came out first, this or that? This. Alright. Because I had another thing about that later when we when we get up to that. Did, do, you want, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. That's my next note anyway. I didn't have many. Um, But this... Show season one comes out in February 2015. Mm-hmm. Avengers two comes out roughly two months later, and the whole plot of oh a Stark weapon fucked up my vaguely foreign f- 
country and family, so now I want vengeance plotter in both of them. Because that, um, Dr. Faustus, that was his gimmick. And I'm like, isn't that the one from, uh, Fast Boy and, and Red Girl? Shark, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, remember that bit? What? When the Stark weapon comes in and blows up the big electrical dude? I forget his name, but he sucks. <laughs> hey, I think we are need you to actually talking about Shark Boy and Lava Girl or something else? Ah, well, yeah, we're talking about something else. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, is it not like... Mr. Electrodad. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he's not in it, eventually. He could be. I hope what he. Is I hope, going on? Well, once Stanley <laughs> is dead, I want him to do all the cameos. What happens is. But yeah, it's the, it's the same the, thing. The Russians or Leviathan have broken in, stolen all of the technology. Dr. Vachenko. Um, is after something called Midnight Oil. Yeah, Midnight Oil. Which was designed to keep the allied soldiers awake hmm. for like days but we all know time. what happens when you stay awake for too long russian sleep experiment uh oh everyone google that russian sleep experiment spooky spooky or cre- battle of Hunal, apparently that's not a creepy pasta no but that's that's what like it goes off from being about finding stark's weapons to working out what happened at Fennel. Yeah. Which is... Because someone took some of his failed shit and used it as a weapon. Right. Yeah. And basically they turn into... They're not zombies, but it, like, messes with it's, their it's minds. It's the bit from Kingsman. They, yeah, it's the bit from Kingsman. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out that Vichenko was there and that he had a gas mask, so he survived, but, like, he found his brother and friends and that from his battalion and they were... They had their eyes, yeah, eyes were down and stuff. So he was trying to prove that Tony Stark is a bad guy. My next note is that Agent Carter might be a vampire. Well, she dies. Wait, did you just say Tony? Hmm? Tony Stark? I probably did by accident. What's his name? Howard. Howard. Howard's the dad. Yeah. You didn't like that Howard doesn't look anything like Tony. He's he's well, he's he good. A he's good in the role and stuff. Which but I don't. I, I couldn't the pick them as the first Avenger. Howard. Yeah. I think so. Oh, I know why I thought she was a vampire. The one who plays him in things like Age of Ultron, like the older the one. The old guy. Yeah, that. This next photo, that guy. Mm. Um, Tony Stark's older than him. Like the actors. <laughs> That's pretty good. Like Robert Downey Jr. is older than the guy who plays his I'm movie. older than my dad, too. Um, yeah, my note was that, like, I would have rather a sweet pocket watch or something. Like, Carter is very interested in that blood. Like, out of all sentimental things to keep, it's weird that she's just hogging DNA. Um, we, we haven't really explained. Do you want to explain that? I don't even know. So, like, so, so the scientists had kept some DNA of Captain find, America and they fucked it up and then there was, like, one left, right? No, okay. So they find the majority of Stark's stuff on a boat. He comes back and tells Peggy she needs to go in and find this... It looks like a Christmas ball. Looks like a Peggy ball. It was a Poke ball, whatever. Poke and ball. he's like, oh, it'll disintegrate the power lines through New York. So you have to go and grab it and I'll hide it again. It's the AMP from Dark Knight Rises. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't believe him, so she opens it, and it turns out to be a vial of Steve Rogers' blood 
after the super ser- super soldier serum. Yeah. That's a lot of S's in one sentence. Super suit kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Honey, where's my <laughs> super suit? Um, <laughs> and so all of the government agencies got a vial of his blood mm. with super soldier super soldier serum in it. Goo. Yep. Just say roids. It's <laughs> all it is. And because Stark was the lead scientist on the project, he got a vial as well mm-hmm. because they believed that they would be able to cure pretty much all sickness the using cold. like whatever his DNA to the serum was. And the government had used up all of their vials. So Starks was the last one. Mm-hmm. And she basically accuses him of wanting the blood so that he can make money off it. Yeah. And she's like, that's not who Steve was or what he was about or, you know, this is the last part of him that we know of because obviously they hadn't found him in the iceberg yet. Nope, no, yeah. He, he didn't Titanic yet. He future armed. Yep. Um, so. But yeah. Doesn't she get, like, a boyfriend in season two or some shit? Yeah, Limpy, Limpy Steve. Yeah. Well, no. Lim- no, the black dude. <laughs> That's not allowed in those days. Home and they just they made the bad pancake and he lifts oh. up this pokeball and goes, "Oh, what's this?" And she goes, "It's the blood of my ex." Yeah, you want to drink it? You want to snort a line of it off my tits? No, they're nice. Remember that episode? <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't prove that. I can. I really can. <laughs> oh. Hey, can we talk about the Howling Commando guys? Yeah. They didn't seem very good. A bunch of them died like immediately. On their adventure. Well, they weren't expecting what they found. Little, little girl. Hmm. Can they look for Bigfoot ones? Um, probably. I thought one of them was Bigfoot. I think I talked about all the stuff they did. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned that in another episode. I don't know what it was. It was a homework question. Yeah. I'd have to go back and yeah. find I think it was what, what did we want a TV show of? And you said yeah. yeah. Um, he was Howard Stark in the first... Yeah, because I'm pretty sure there's the two dude, guys that play the adult Howard, or like old Howard. Yeah, there's like yeah, middle-aged so Howard and old Howard. It could be bullshit. And he did the um, Agent Carter one-shot as well. Oh shit, he's in Amp- um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, so that's yeah. good. I think we are a part of us all is in that. Yeah, we're all inside. What's the actor's name of when he's old? Ooh, well, you would have to check, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> nice. It's not Toby's. <laughs> yeah, I did it, everybody. Oh, they've still got a bit of podcast to go. Just believe in me. <laughs> uh, Don't John, believe in me. I John can't do it. Slattery. <laughs> right, so he was born in 1962. Yep. Danny Jr. in 65. But I don't know about you, but I wasn't three when I had my first child. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Allegedly. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't get laid yet. <laughs> Wasn't fly enough. I don't even think you'd be ready to like have kids. Ready to goo. <laughs> <laughs> Our three-year-old's ready to goo. Subscribe to find out. So, did we want to go into season two, or are we leaving that for later? Or I think we'll we'll, we'll leave it. 
We'll, we'll save it for another episode. But would you recommend it? Yes. Yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah. Of course I recommend it. Oh, fuck. That's where I know him from. Okay, so one of the Howling Commandos is Dum Dum Dugan. Can can't, see Dum Dum Dugan? Can't stand the name. He's got a fun mustache. He's played by Neil McDonough. You know where I recognize him from? He's Damien Dark in Arrow. Motherfucking traitor, huh? But he doesn't look anything like that. Yeah, he's got a fun mustache and a hat. Who is he? The fucker in the hat. You know the hat? How yeah, like who is he in something else that you should be He's Damien he, Dark. On Arrow. Oh, but... Remember the no witch? shit. He's also dead shot in Assault on Arkham, so that's fun. That's a callback to an earlier episode. Yeah, but then again... And Flash in Injustice 1. CW's Arrow is very disappointing. They're Flash. In every goddamn way. Well, there you go. He's in heaps of shit, eh? Good for him. Um... Yeah, I would we- like to point out, season one has a 95 rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's Ooh. pretty good. Like, I it's, liked it's it. It's doing better than most things. I I nitpicky shit here and there, but it was good. And I feel like it's a lot of fatigue from just smashing episode after episode for this episode. Um, but no, it's... The ending was worth it and satisfying, so I'm happy with it. I think the ending really wraps it up. Doesn't well, break my fucking heart like Clone Highs did, so it's good. Yeah. Oh and it wraps no, up. No, I'm not getting over it. Like her storyline with Cat really well. Like it shows why she decided she could move on, and like yeah. it shows that she wasn't just like longing for him, like well yeah, after he died and stuff. Then he's gonna pound her knees. So yeah. What what you call she him, does, Steve? If I can't fuck you, I'll fuck your niece, Rogers. Yeah, that's his um nickname in the war. That's on his dog tag. Oh, pretty much. Any final thoughts about the show? About season I one of Agent Carter? Back. You just want it back. I do like that. Like, this, like it came out in twenty sixteen. They still won't leave Haley Atwell alone. Mm. They're like, please bring it back. She's like, I didn't cancel it. Yeah. Every con she goes to, everything, everyone's always asking. There always it. seems to be, like, a weird scheme to bring it back, whether it's a fun little podcast or it's a fucking TV show or a Netflix series or just... There's a huge... A fucking um, Kickstarter. Like, there is always something. Yeah. Always fucking There's something. a huge petition for it that's got, like, 20,000 signatures or something. It's like, a wonder they don't actually bring it back. Your fan so base is loud. people want it to come back. Yeah, and we keep getting season after season of fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we don't want that. No one wants that. I think the thing with a break. Agent Carter particularly, everyone's really getting into that vintage flair. Mm. And, like, that did it well. Yeah, that did it really like, well. Like, it's a period that everyone's interested in. It has connections that we... Like, you go... Everyone goes to the movie and watches whatever the next Marvel film is. Mm. Oh, that's one like, thing I did like about Agent Carter. Is it still... Is, it has the old Marvel title at the start. Yeah. That new one sucks. Mm. Toby doesn't like the new one because it doesn't have any comics in it. It, do- it disregards all <laughs> yeah, knowledge of previous Marvel characters. Studios. Oh, it's fuck not me the a fucking river. Marvel logo. I don't care. You're just a shit. If they're stealing ideas, at least show a book. I, I, um, Stan Lee was in it. He was at the shoe shine box. Stan Lee is in it. Mm. Mm. He makes his appearance asking for the sports section. Yes. Um, did you guys sports. hear anything to do with the um, lip sync battle between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter? We didn't see it. So, 
We watched some of it. Um, when they were filming Agent Carter particularly, it used to become a thing of the other actors would find Hayley Atwell because she would sleep on set, like, underneath tables and on trolleys and she'd just, like, go hide and fall asleep in the set. So they kept posting her pictures and then um, they tried to start doing it on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with, I don't think it was sleeping, but it was, like, they tried to, like, battle it out with that. Mm. So then they started doing lip sync battles. So they'd send, like, vines from one of them to the other. And I loved the Agent Cutter one because they managed to get a clip with Stan Lee doing the lip sync battle to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They called in um, Chris Evans and made him do one. And then they got, they convinced all of the fans to petition the TV show, Lip Sync Battles, to let Carter and, or Hayley Atwell and the guy that plays Coulson. Mm. And they actually did it on the show and they, they were like, Whoever wins the TV show, that's it. You're the winner of our little battle off. Yeah. But it was just so fun that they were, like, battling between the two TV shows and that. Mm. And, I mean, Hayley Atwell was really cool because... Yeah, who won? I'm pretty sure it was Carter. Good. Because she did the Lady Gaga thing I showed you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Hayley Atwell also, like, she used to put out what the nail polish was that Agent Carter wore and what the lipstick colour was and like she was really good about engaging the fans of if you want to dress up like this here's the list like, yeah I think the nail polish colour is like sweet cinnamon and she'd like post out a picture of the bottle and all of the codes and everything oh, cool. so I just thought that was really cool that they were happy to engage like with the fan base as much as they did yeah that's good which you don't really see that from like a lot of TV shows and movies yeah. and stuff, particularly with Marvel. Like they're pretty silent about what they're up to. Mm. Um, so for this week's homework question, mm-hmm. Meg and I came up with it together. Yeah, we did. I don't think anyone told me. I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. Oh, I figured this you would. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a. Try can go first. Not like I have ever wrote anything down for the homework question. It's not a very hard one. It's fine. No. Uh, All right. Toby. Where was the missing pickle? The missing pickle, I took it and I painted it brown, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. What is the homework question, Mick? It... I, I don't know how you worded it. I, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Basically what I sent you in the text message was about it. Okay. Badass female. Badass female. Who is the most badass female, Trey? Do you want to tell what the story behind why we came to badass female? Okay. And female episode of podcast? Yes. What did I say last week? The pussies run in the asylum this week? Yeah. <laughs> nice and degrading voice. There you go. Um, my nephew oh, and yeah. Ushi. Or like a little blind box thing. And it was Batwoman. No, it was Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Yeah. And he cracked the shits because he was like, Black Widow is stupid and women superhero crap. And like, one You should have been like, oh, you keep that up, true up. You'll never get white in this little night. <laughs> you're like, what? But so we had this full phone conversation about women are cool and these are other women in comics. Yeah, so Toby, Toby just sent him a box of comics. I sent him only Batwoman's. 
And he cracked the shits at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, that woman's crap, and I don't like females, and blah, blah, blah. Like, in 30 so he years, came up, your life was that's, no. you, can't want, you can't eat pussy with that attitude. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> we, we came up with doing Agent Carter and doing badass female comic characters and stuff like that. He rang us this morning to let us know that the Batwoman issues were, like, the greatest thing he's ever read. Yeah, because he didn't pick them up originally. He just was mad. Either one reading Aquaman or Justice League. Aquaman. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you have it. You could read so, Battle Pug and you'd be impressed. Fucking Battle Pug's the tits, everybody. Badass female characters, Toby. Alright, so for this week's homework, the standout badass woman in my comic book world was Huntress. Wait, Fuck you, you bitch. Ah, I wanted to she's the Lady Punisher. She's the Take No Prisoners version of Batman. But out of fear on, of stepping on Meg's territory, I went with the other end of the new 52's World's Finest. I chose Karen Star, Power Girl. No way. Yeah. yeah. He really was like, he typed it all out and then he's like, what am I Thanks doing? Gonna me. <laughs> it's a fun upstaging joke, but then she's not going to have an answer. It's going to get real awkward. But um, yeah, despite her visuals, I mean, she's a blonde piece of eye candy with her tits hanging out. But like, once you get past the covers and actually read her stuff, she's like this feisty badass. She's never chasing a man. There's never that annoying love interest thing. It's always her just kicking the fuck out of an enemy and being aggressive and mean. And you know, it's yeah. She's oh. really kind of the comic that I read with her in it with Huntress, mm. who's going to be my pick. Oh no shit! No shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she was really cool. Mm. Shit, kind of yeah. In that in that JSA unclassified book, like I don't know any other DC character that'll take a construction girder to the face and just get more annoyed about it. That's she one is, of my. She's pretty. Oh, that's one of my favorite panels. You know, like those big stereotypical bars that they use in construction that's always on a rope. She just cops one of those long ways into the face. But I think that you chose Power Girl as defeating the point of this episode on how Kai was trying to teach her nephew that girls are cool and can do shit. So you choose the one that didn't get attention until the writer made her tits big and he admitted it. Yeah. So we're other, like, other we're trying to do an episode to empower women and you put them back down. Yeah. Like you're a fucking wanker. This is why I have no um, As the character gets picked up by other writers, it gets fixed. I do like that fact though. Yeah, someone's ta- someone's been, like, you know. But that it somewhat does empower women because it's saying that if you like, have big tits, you can't do anything. But it's yeah. saying that <laughs> no male comic readers won't pay attention to a character hmm. unless it has that desirable attribute being giant tits. Yeah, but then you give it to the right writing and that's, art team, and then they pick it up and they're like, "Let's actually do something." With the character. But that's the thing. He was writing a character that he thought was good enough to be popular. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and he made it. You, sure, he didn't do it in the best way, but... You would never find a girl comic character that hasn't had it done, but it's the same with boys. You could pick up, like, any Nightwing comic and there's going to be stuff about how dreamy he is. Like, yeah, there is definitely an issue of Grayson with a bunch of schoolgirls chasing after him because of his tight little butt. Dude, like I chase after him. Well, you know. Like, it's just <laughs> comics. Every every character has a H cup and a fucking bubble butt. Yeah, but then every male character is like buff and yeah. shit. Yeah. Like that's the reason. Even Kingpin, the, the fattest way. fuck in the Marvel universe, Kingpin. It's all muscle. Like yeah, like, you can't win. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. That's they're supposed to be better than mm. normal people. Yeah. Like you're not gonna read it if it's Hey Joe Blow from Next Door. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. But yeah, she she is a badass <laughs> character once you get past the visual. All right, my turn. I pick Huntress. Yay! That's all right. I had a backup. What? <laughs> Meg, Meg, Meg's like, Meg's fuck you guys. No, no. Oh, well, I didn't want to pick Huntress, so... <laughs> We're all scared to go into Huntress town. I was going to just I pick Wade. I the shit out of everyone. <laughs> uh, no. But I pick Melina from Mortal Kombat. Because all the chicks in Mortal Kombat are badass because they're ripping mm-hmm. skulls out and shit, but Melina has the teeth. She does, so she's she does have teeth. It is helpful when they have teeth. Mm. And they're very powerful. Mm. I like them. Yeah. I was a, I was also gonna go with um Celine from Underworld. But all of her all of her um anything she does is for like love and that's gay. Yeah. So I changed my mind. And then I was gonna go with the character I'm having a mental blank, but the chick from that wet PlayStation game. Like all five people who've played that know who I'm talking about. But yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, no one's gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, any girl so in Mortal Mm. Mm. What's what's her name? The the red one. Red. Yeah. Scarlet. She's my favorite. Made of blood. No, I like the bug lady now, don't I? Devorah. Yep, she a bug. So fucking watch out. (laughs) I've recently gotten into Angela. Oh yes. Oh yep. Um, Yeah. Originally a spawn character. Originally a. Well, a spawn, a hell spawn, which is just the soldier of hell. <coughs> she was a hunter of them, which is badass anyway. Yeah. yeah. So she's just like now Buffy she's turned Marvel. up to an 11. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. She well, stole everyone some, hell. She stole Thor's baby for some reason. <laughs> That'll fuck. He just had to break. That'll show him. Yeah. She just took him and he shows up. He's like, sister, give me back my kid. And she's like, bitch, no. Yeah, because she and only like turned it. up a few years ago in Marvel because mm. they brought her off um, yeah. image. Yeah. But in, like, the first page, she's just like, oh, it's too early in the day for murder. Yeah. Does it's it... like, nah, not right now. Is Maybe she brought completely away from the other universe or is it, like, a weird unspoken... The, no, these I'm, universes are connected I'm through this I'm pretty sure Marvel just brought her. I no, don't okay. know why, but that's what... Because because technically DC and Marvel are connected through Al fucking Vira, of all people. Because she no, did no she did have a Marvel her. book, but she's also lived in the house, the mystery house from the Constantine books. Yeah, but that means they probably like sold the rights to her because no one would want them. Yeah, no, she's got them. Elvira owns her own rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they couldn't when she was doing her TV show, they couldn't like she. They couldn't give her like bonuses and stuff, so she goes, "Oh, that's fine. Just give me the rights to the music, or just give me the rights to the costume." Yeah. And she would by go the, on like that for months. By the end of it, she has all of the rights to everything Alvira does, um, and that's like the company that owned her originally have gone bankrupt and completely don't exist anymore. I almost picked her but as a badass too because she scammed a company out of herself. Yeah. It's great. And she's also like sexy icon of the year, but she's mostly Burns. But yeah. Like she's a shifty little turd. She's great. I've, I thought about picking her too. Um, Schemy little devil. When she's in Constantine, mm. do they say it's her or is it just... It is obvious? unspokenly a But she sucks because she's just a shit version of the Tales from the Crypt guy. 
Yeah. Just some guy that goes, oh, here's a horror movie for you. This is all I do. But she's our Watch ticket it. to having Nightwing High Five Spider-Man. We've had several Marvel DC crossovers and they're fucking awful. None of them were about Elvira. But they're all shit. But no, I like, don't want to watch Dark Claw, which is Wolverine yep. Batman. <laughs> we don't like, know these are things we don't want it to happen. Kind of want to read the Iron Lantern and something. But point. Cassandra shouldn't be alive, which is pretty badass. Yeah. So who actually did you pick? I picked Bob Gordon. Barbara Gordon. It's not many people that can get shot in the spine and still be badass. And still, yeah, shut down any villain that comes across her. Like, her as Oracle is just as... That's what she's going to pick. Yeah, sorry. Her as Oracle is just as strong as her as Batgirl, if not, like, stronger. She manages to pull together the Birds of Prey. Yeah, like, like, I, I prefer her as Oracle in a way because I feel like Alfred has too much to do to be, like, the tech guy that's doing all the research and shit. Like, I'd rather the Bat family have someone there that... But that's it, the thing. Like, Alfred... Has to clean a fucking mansion, cook everybody food, like, do everything. He doesn't have time to just sit at the back computer and go, like, oh, fucking Harvey Dent's been sighted here. Mm. Like, they need someone that's actually smart, not a, a I, guy who used to act. And I that is, that is, like, a prime example of badass women in the fact that she gets shot and, you know, she loses all mobility and she's like, oh, you think that'll stop me, you faggot? No, sir. But that's the thing. Like, she doesn't... She's always been smart. Yes, she gets smarter and she does more of the tech stuff. She doesn't stop working out. Like, if you read mm. any yeah, of the... Yeah, she's, doing, she's thinks, doing the salmon she bar she, like arrow with the chair strapped the to chair her legs. Strapped to her. Like, I don't know many women that will work out with a wheelchair attached to them and just use it as, like, an additional weight. Mm. Like... She's really she, she does she's more strong. in the chair than she ever did out. Yeah. Easily. And that's I think In yeah. costume, one of her best moments was stopping Kill Em Off. Yeah. But now she's assembling the Birds of Prey and technically being all the intelligence for the Justice League at points. You know? Hmm. And I mean, I know they've changed the character again and again ah! in Rebirth, but I hate it. She's <laughs> She's still a strong character, as far as I'm concerned. I do recommend the first trade of New 52. I reckon Cassandra Kane's pretty cool too, though. Oh, man, that costume's dope from the fact that she's a mute most of the time. <laughs> uh, someone who's spoiler, yeah. Stephanie Brown. Yeah, Stephanie Brown. All of them are badass. You don't get laid in the Bat family unless you're a badass. Or you by have to be a, yeah, you have to be a badass. Or by blood, because there's one exception to the fucking wanker, and he got in by blood. Hashtag Damien Wank. Yeah, we had to take him in. <laughs> but yeah, you do have to be a badass to get through the doors in the Bat Family because... Bat Well, yeah, a giant, imposing man in a cape, ripped as shit, comes to you and says, don't you fucking dare, I've lost too many, I will cripple you if you do this. And everybody who's ever got into the cave says, nah, eat shit, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> because that happens every fucking time. But that's like, my nephew was totally against females in comics. You're making that woman managed so to turn mean. him around. He's a he was though. He's a, he's, he's, he's scared of cooties. Yeah, he's, he's too young. Like right we need to highlight the fact that he's at the age where if a girl he's scared of cooties, not crabs. Probably cry. He's missing. Yeah. Like, and vice versa. But 
I feel like later Toby's going to introduce him to Zombie Tramp and you're going to cry. Oh no. I fucking we... love Zombie Tramp every day. That's a so badass this... character. Not really. The, the... It's just another one of them slot characters that make women look bad and why girls don't read comics often. My nephew yeah, but I like against it. females is like 11, 12. My youngest or younger nephew, when he was like seven, Toby introduced him to, was it... Arkham... Yeah, I accidentally showed him the start of Arkham Knight when you cremated a guy. And then, like, <laughs> I had the to explain to him is... what happened. <laughs> yeah. he, he couldn't work out the cremation bit. So, like, he, he's like, so what happens when that? you die is we torch you and we put you in an ashtray. And he's like, well, I'm too small for this. And I say, that's fine. And then the exact next scene after that is the fear venom being released into the diner and everyone like oh, ripping each other to shreds. I'm just showing Oh, fuck that, man. That even gets Toby, me. really? This is what you're showing a seven-year-old? I forgot about the intro to the game. And he's like, he's there as a cop shooting civilians thinking they're zombies. And he goes, I don't like this game. I say, look, it's going to get better. Just, no, just, we, keep, we turned it off. just keep killing the innocent right, we'll people. Go, we'll, we'll start at the first one and we'll watch Batman eat a rat on Fear Gas. Fuck, that is still funny. I love that moment. Yeah, so as you can assume, I turned it off and we did something else. <laughs> yeah. And now I bet everything Toby shows them. <laughs> Spoil sport. Well, I think that's it for class today. Hey. Yep. Maybe. Your host any any you, final you can, thoughts? Agent Carter's good. I recommend it. Um, yeah, there's there's not much else. There's not much else to say really. I don't know a lot of it off by heart. It's not a DC property. Yeah, but Toby's an asshole. But yeah, I I had trouble in a few parts with it just getting dull. But I feel that way about every Netflix, about every CW. But the the ending, the finale was completely worth. Oh, should worth we? It. I didn't say anything to do with the very final scene the after credits oh shit yeah I forgot about that go should, on should someone talk about that yeah, yeah talk about it that dude the the weird little fella he's there but I don't know why you can explain that to me well, is it Arnim Zola or is that someone else Arnim Zola's the fat guy who becomes a robot yeah it's that dude he's that happened no um so Dr Faustus yep Gets finally caught and put in prison. And I did read a really cool... He's got a fun Do you know anything about guard. the Mandarin's rings, Trey? In the MCU? Yeah. Because no, I never watched Agent Carter. I tried to, but I... Am no, no, just like in... It's hard to track down in Australia. Like, so the Mandarin kind of has something that's similar that. to the um, gauntlet. There's... I think it's ten... I might get this really There wrong. is a lot there's, more there's than There's like the 10 Infinity rings. Gems. Yeah, because they're implied in Iron Man before it was yeah. retconned out because all of the terrorists are kicking around fiddling with a ring. Mm. So each of the ring has like an attribute. Mm. There is a Will, lot of people fear, that assume... Hope, rage, greed. Shut the fuck up. We're not lanterning. <laughs> um, the ring that he has is the lie ring. Um... And it's able to produce, um, like, hypnosis and um, all that kind of, like, you know how Some they go into suggestive behaviour. You know how they go into the scenes? Yeah. Like the guy that... Hallucinations. Yeah, hallucinations. That's what I'm looking for. That would make so sense to the character, yeah. The ring that he's playing with is one of the Mandarin but rings. It would be good if 
they are in the MCU just because of how disappointed everyone was when the Mandarin was nothing. Yeah, well, and that's why I bring that up. So, Dr. Fachenko gets put into prison and he has, like, the big, huge vintage mouth cut to stop him from talking. Yeah. He Um, looks like one of the spastics out of Arkham Asylum. (laughs) And the little doctor comes out and he's like, don't see this as, like, the end of your work. Like, just see it as a different opportunity. Have you seen the after credit scene? Of Agent Carter? Yeah. No, I haven't watched it. Um, the little guy that comes out is the main doctor that works on Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Like, who creates Bucky. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Which is why it's the whole... Don't see this as, like, an end. See it as a new opportunity. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise that he was the guy who did the Winter Soldier. Um, I was like, how is how is Hallucination Guy going to turn you into a computer? No, he's a <laughs> hallucination guy. I was thinking of a different scene. Bucky have hallucinations to kill Howard. Yeah. And everybody else. Well, that's that's why I barely spoke this episode, because I've only seen episodes in season two. Yeah. Because I think I'm too bogan to watch it, because... They're too fancy All these British boy. people saying big words, it's just not for me. It's scary. <laughs> well, next episode might be more up your alley. What is it? What is it, Kyle? Oh, Next week's your pick. Oh, Convergence, the question. Yep. Did you do much Convergence, little boy? I had a little bit, but I did not hear a single good thing about it, so I don't know why you wanted to do it. I enjoyed it. I you are the one that told me it was the biggest piece of shit DC's ever made. Yeah, it was okay. dumb, but like the, like the tie-in books were fun. Like yeah, because they getting, covered kind of everything. Because mm-hmm. I have ones that cover the getting getting to that point was a bit wonky. But, but the actual moment is because I didn't fun. read much of it. I don't get it because I have issues of Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. which took place in the normal timeline. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't fucking get why it had its own universe thing. We'll explain the pants off it next like, week on another stunning episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. I'm trying to be the dude from. Oh, okay, right. That's what that was. Okay. Yeah. All right, Fergies. This has been another episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. You are the host. You're the host, bitch. Yeah, but you're normally the host. I am Toby DePolo, and I am good. What? Well, that's up for debate. <laughs> I'm Kai Steen. We have Trey P. Cinnamon and Megan Chikatilo. Oh, I don't know. The... Oh, yeah. What in the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> what in the fuck are we doing? Like that, I don't know. Well, hang on, i got to plug stuff. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at wayward underscore nerds. Message us why you hate us. Yeah, give us some ideas, you bitch. Or don't. And that is it for today's class. So, class is dismissed. With a... I'm going to get like a school bell once in this place. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Class is dismissed. I'll just halfway ruin it. Well, it's just like, what time? In the middle of the video. Middle of the episode, he just gets a room.